Hi, this is Steve Tayton. Welcome to 7 Minutes to Happiness. It is my mission to make this the best 7 minutes you'll spend on your soul today. If you listen and tap along during the healing tapping session in the last half of this episode, you should have a smile on your face by the time you finish, and you will be a little closer to having happiness ingrained as a habit. If you want to learn more about tapping and get the most out of this podcast, check out our website, 7MinutesToHappiness.com, and remember, it only takes seven minutes a day to reboot your brain for happiness. Let's get started. Hey, it's Steve. Welcome to episode 99. This one's called Resistance to Tapping. When I first read the original EFT or Emotional Freedom Techniques manual, I thought it was a crock of shit. Those were the exact words I used. My then wife had downloaded this in the early days of the internet and printed it all out. She asked me to read it and tell her what I thought. I told her it was a crock of shit, and she asked why. I told her that it was idiocy to expect 20 or 30 years of psychological dysfunction to go away in 10 minutes. She put the manual in a box on the floor that was sort of a catch-all for us in those days, and we forgot about it for a few months. At the time, I was a musician who hadn't performed in public in about 15 years. She knew I wanted to perform and found a restaurant owner who would hire me to play on a Friday night. So I set up the Friday night gig, and on Thursday I was already nauseated in fear. I was so afraid that I wondered if it was even worth showing up. But then I saw the little EFT manual sticking out of that box on the floor, and it started looking really good to me. So I went through through to where the technique was, and I learned the technique really quick and worked on my stage fright. One of the things that we do in any tapping technique to help us keep score is ask ourselves how we feel about this problem on a scale of 1 to 10. At the beginning, my answer was 13. After about 10 or 15 minutes of tapping, I had it all the way down to 1.5. When a tapping session works really, really well, it can tend to make you really tired because you're dispersing a lot of negative energy that was trapped in your body's electrical system. So I decided I could work with 1.5 and that I would just turn the 1.5 into excitement instead of fear. I was definitely hooked from there. And we had a competent EFT teacher come and teach us how to do the technique, even though I had gotten such spectacular results from it already. In EFT, there's an effect called the apex effect. Basically, you get rid of a problem with EFT and then you forget you ever had the problem in the first place and decide that EFT had nothing whatsoever to do with it because it wasn't really a problem. That is why we use the subjective units of distress scale. If it isn't sports, I'm not much for keeping score, but this definitely lets us know how bad our problem was and how much we were able to improve it. That is why I do the same thing with my free 7-Day Head Start to Happiness and my 7-Day Happiness Reboot. I want people to see and understand how much they've improved. However, one of the big problems with tapping is that we do tend to be resistant to it. Even when it works, the apex effect can take hold and we decide the tapping didn't really do anything at all. Sometimes we even find excuses why it didn't work. Tapping works regardless of belief, but the element of faith can kick it into a higher gear for you. 
Sometimes the line between tapping and faith can blur to a point where both are helping the same amount. If you don't believe tapping works, you'll probably do it in a half-hearted fashion. Sometimes tapping is so powerful that it can work even while you're actively resisting it. However, the most underrated factor here is your motivation to tap. If you believe tapping works, if you're not resisting it, it is so much easier to remind yourself to tap every morning or to remind yourself to tap every time you're irritated or to remind yourself to tap every time you start to go off the rails. On the other hand, if you're resistant to it or if you don't believe it works, you'll be less likely to use this valuable resource right when you need it the most. When working with people live, it is easy to work on resistance to tapping right there and nip it in the bud. But today we're going to try and do this here on the podcast. So now it's time for your healing tapping session. If you already know any version of tapping, use the tapping points you're used to using. Otherwise, we're going to tap up and down the breastbone from the throat chakra to the heart chakra to the solar plexus chakra and back. It should take somewhere between one and two seconds going downward and the same going upward. Relax and don't overthink this. You really can't go wrong here. Now repeat along with me or slightly after me while we're tapping. If you can't make that work, just listen to my words and let them flow through you as though they were your own. I don't want to tap. I don't like to tap. I don't believe in tapping. Tapping doesn't work. To me, tapping looks stupid, and I'm embarrassed to tap on myself in front of other people. I'm embarrassed to tap on myself in front of a mirror or even in front of a computer screen because someone might be watching. I don't believe any of the science behind tapping. I don't believe it's possible to fix a deep-seated problem in a short amount of time, like seven minutes. But I wonder if I could reframe this. I wonder if I could keep an open mind toward tapping and realize that it might work. If tapping does work for me, it could be a valuable resource. I can use tapping whenever I have a problem. I can use tapping for affirmations. I can get really into the tapping and help affect changes on my brain, on my electrical system, and in my life. I've decided to give tapping a chance. I'm going to use it whenever I can on any problem I have. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, all I've wasted is a very, very, very small amount of time. But if it does work, then it's the fastest and most efficient way for me to rewire my brain and my electrical system. And that could give me results that are better than any results I've ever had in my life. I'm going to try tapping and I'm going to buy into it fully. Let's give it a shot. Take a deep breath. Exhale and smile. And so it is. I hope you got a lot out of this session. If you want to learn a more detailed tapping technique, check out my free 7-Day Head Start to Happiness workbook. You can find the link on my 7 Minutes to Happiness Facebook page. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tapping. We'll see you in the next episode. 
Tapping on the issues we raise in this podcast can change your life. It certainly changed mine. If you want to get the most out of this podcast, visit 7MinutesToHappiness.com. I have paid and free resources that work with all the things we do here to teach you more tapping points you can use for our tapping sessions. Once again, that's 7MinutesToHappiness.com. There is a link in the podcast description. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for tapping, and we'll see you in the next episode.